Welcome to episode 15 of the Average Joe's MMA Show. Jeff Shanahan along with David Van Boglen. This week we'll be breaking down the action from last week's fight night of Hendricks versus Wonderboy Thompson. And we've also got some pretty big news stories this week as uh, another announcement's made about CM Punk's future. Dave, how you doing tonight, man? I'm doing all right. Um, I'm, a, I'm a week off from surgery. Yep. I, you'll never hear me say this ever again, but I am looking forward to surgery. You know, it's been a long... Well, yeah, with everything you've been through with yeah, your shoulder, man, you know, uh, I can imagine you're ready to, to get out, wake up, and feel a uh, little bit better. You know, for anyone, if I haven't described what it is yet, my, my clavicle broke off the shoulder, and it's entered the AC joint in my shoulder yeah, socket. Yeah, I don't think so. you really have gone into no, what I haven't. actually going on, so... It was just a part of a degenerative thing in my shoulder before. I've had surgery on it already. It was giving me some problems, and it was hurting like hell. But I'm used to having pain, so I didn't really register it. Well, you've been dealing with this particular yes. injury for months now. Yeah. I mean, you were in a sling shortly after we first started the show. Yep. Here we are in episode 15, and finally you are going to get your shoulder fixed. So. Uh, it's, it's, been, it's been months and yeah. months in the making. And, uh, you know, I, I deal with chronic pain every day, so I didn't... I didn't address it as right. soon as I should have. I just kind of went with it and said it's just part of uh, what I am. I just have to deal with it. And I finally got an x-ray, and as soon as the doc seen it, and he pointed it out, there's about a quarter inch of my clavicle stuck inside the AC joint of my oh. shoulder. Um, Horrible. Excruciating pain. Doesn't want me to do anything on it. He basically told me to go home and lay down for a month until we can get you scheduled. You know, wear the sling and, and don't move it. Yep. Um... And so it's been a long time. This last month, this last three weeks of this injury has been excruciatingly painful. Yeah. So we've been trying to work that around this podcast. You know, try to keep my my comfort up enough to where we can come on and do this, and yeah. I'm not having to stop every five minutes. Or going, I don't have to bitch. yell at you for dropping your arm too much. I talk with my hands a lot. <laughs> um, and so I'm looking forward to this. Um, so just uh, another warning. We probably said this up before. The week after this is done, we will take the week off. Yep. I won't be able to do this. Yep, we'll be back um, next week. Give Dave one more show pre-surgery, yeah. and then we'll be taking the week yeah. after that off. We're going to do that show literally the day before yeah. I go get cut on. Yeah, and then we'll, so that'll put us at we'll have the the, tw- the week of the twenty. That'll put us our first show back. Will be the. Uh, the McGregor, the McGregor the fight, McGregor yeah, fight, it's so. a good way to come back. Yeah, I mean, what better way to come back to? And I'm, I'm, a, I'm again, I'm excited to get this done. It's going to be a great way to to really go into coming up through the summer season, spring and summer, and have a have a good summer, a good year, yeah, pain free. And I know? think it'll be it'll be nice for our our listeners that um, the week of your surgery they won't have to listen to me bitch because <laughs> we have another. Sunday night card coming yes. up that week. Oh man! So they don't have to listen to me constantly <laughs> bitch through the whole episode. Well, you know what? UFC deserves to listen to some of that bitching because yeah, they, they have to. They have together. to. No kidding. I mean, the Sunday night stuff. They have to know. Eventually, the ratings are going to show that the Sunday night cards are not a good idea. Yeah, you know, I it's, hope it's so. got to. But I mean, after the last Sunday night card, the ratings were good because they I, were I, good I, fights. That's the problem. Yeah. Is that they put the good stuff on there, right. but I, I still through social media networking. Uh, Twitter, more especially than Facebook, yeah. was, it was actually what I seen it on. Uh, there was a lot of complaints about it being a Sunday night, and oh, we're going to yeah. get those again this next one. Oh, completely. You know, there's going to be a lot of people, uh, us East Coasters especially, who are, are ready to go to bed, and it's only the it, second flight in. I think know? at least this time they're starting the main An hour earlier. Early, yeah, starting at 9. Yep. So that... At least maybe they heard me mention a little. I hope so. I hope so, too. <laughs> God knows I was on Twitter 
tagging them specifically, hey, at UFC, yeah. what the hell? Uh, yeah, so, and there was a lot of outcry on that, too, yeah, so. It's, it's, I don't get it, man. Like, especially now, football's done, why do you have to, everything is, you're the only sport in yeah. town besides basketball and hockey right now. Yeah. Like, baseball doesn't but, even, spring training doesn't even start no. for a few more weeks. They'll start playing games until March. Come on. Well, with all due respect to basketball and hockey, it's not football. Exactly. Exactly. Football football is your, you know, I love hockey. I do too. Not so much on basketball. I'm kind of the same way. Um, I I respect the sport and and how difficult it is to play, and I loved Michael Jordan and everything in my my day. But all due respect to those sports, football is is your number one assassin during its season uh, of taking away viewership. Absolutely. So once football is done... You're not going to get, you know, and I don't know, I know a lot of, of, of cross fans that are football fans and MMA fans, yep. um, even much, much less when it comes to hockey, and I don't know any basketball really, no, that, know you know, but the number is so small compared to uh, football that uh, it's it's not going to, they're, they're not really going to hurt them, exactly. you know, it's not going to be a, a detriment to their, to their viewership. I agree, I agree. So you want to let's dig into this card, man? Yeah, um, uh, last Saturday night. Yeah, good card, decent card. Yeah. yeah, I was just gonna say, what's your overall thoughts before we actually get into the into the fights themselves? You know the the, the prior week I was uh, was pretty hard on the yeah, on the fights because they were bad. Terrible. I only gave them a one and a half. I, I give this one a solid three. Yeah, it I was agree. very very good. Uh, Compared to the last time, yeah. but it wasn't great. No, it, it's a it, very, didn't, it didn't reach great. Yeah, yet. It's, it's just a, it was a good middle of the road fight card. Um, there I, were some storylines that developed on there that yep. I was, you know, it was like the 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 undercard and, and and Mickey Gall and some other fighters that we have that we're going to be talking about. There's some storylines that yeah, will develop absolutely. as we break this down that I was very interested in. So that maybe helped push it up a little bit yeah. higher. But I gave it a three. And there were some there was some good action. It wasn't a complete just night of. Uh, Fights are just dragging and terrible. There mm. were some some moments, very good, absolutely, but there were some good some good fights. So let's start right off with the main event, man. Stephen Wonderboy Thompson coming in and, and surprise surprising me. I picked Johnny. Yeah, um, and I, I mean, and I said on the show I wouldn't have been surprised if Wonderboy won. Same, but the fact that the way he did it in a, a first round KO, yeah. Wow. How he, he did it. He looked amazing, man. He was so light on his feet. His, his strength his was strength. incredible. Yeah, they, were, they were pinpoint and they were hard. Yeah. You know, they weren't. he wasn't just throwing them out there to show he had technique. There was some substance behind all of them. And um, Johnny looked completely lost. I, I don't know what happens to Johnny now. He is, you know, ever since the, uh, the GSP fight... He's kind of win loss, win loss. He can't really yeah, catch any traction. String together. You know, before GSP put like, like eight together before he got that yep. that title shot, and he was knocking everybody out left and right. He had a couple decisions, but for the most part, he was knocking guys out. And I think the the curtain's been lifted on how to effectively beat Johnny Hendricks. Yeah, he tried a couple. He shot in a couple times on Wonderboy in that brief time. Those. Uh, Two and a half, three and a half minutes. Minute twenty seven. Minute twenty seven left. Oh, was it a minute? Yeah. I thought it was. A, yeah. One twenty seven left. So in the first yeah, round. about thirty, about three and a half minutes. minutes so yeah. And he shot a couple times. I think two or three times. Uh, two. He shot twice on him, and it didn't oh. do anything. 
Uh, and Johnny has been, he has wrestling skills. You know, he's one of the best wrestlers Ex- as far as as resume goes. Yes, he's a two time national champion. And his uh, and he's relied on that striking so much that you know I, I don't know if the ground game has suffered or whatnot. It's just he it wasn't it hasn't been his go to for so long. And you try to strike with someone like Thompson, forget it. Well, yeah, I mean, trying to find a training partner to mimic it's it's not hard to find somebody that has Johnny's style. No. Especially in this weight class. No, it's, it's not. It's a pretty common thing. Johnny's a brawler and yep. a wrestler. you got Tyron Woodley who does those Perfect. things. Matt Brown. Perfect, I don't, yeah. I mean, he's not so much a wrestler, but he's a brawler. Robbie is a brawler with some wrestling background yep. and skills. Um, Rory is a complete MMA fighter, but only because well, yeah. he never trained a specific style. He has been training... MMA since exactly. ten or twelve years yeah. old, but there aren't a lot of people that you can call in to mimic what Stephen Wonderboy Thompson does. What he brings to the table is so unique, um, and and put it on full display here against you know Johnny's was ranked one. Yeah, I mean he was the cream of the crop of the division, man. I mean former champion. Um, there's the. You know, to get a win like that, that just puts a huge feather in the cap of Wonderboy. Did you see the? Did you watch the post fights at all? Um, yes. I caught a little bit of it. I didn't catch all of the. A little bit, yeah. What I what what I've seen with with Johnny's his his demeanor is um, almost like he didn't care. Is he was he was calm, but he was like uh, it was it was more of uh, you know what it just happens sometimes. I want to see a more fire out of him, man. I want to see it's like you know it's like. Do you think he just kind of chalked it up to, uh, like, maybe I got caught? I think so. I was hoping to see more I mean, I of don't, uh, I don't personally feel that way that he just got caught because Wonder Woman I don't think so either. dominating yeah. that fight. No, he didn't just get, I don't think he but, just got caught. But yeah, by that, I, I kind of wonder if that's just in his head. He feels like, oh, you know, I just got caught. It happens. It came, it came off almost lazy to me. and It might be overreacting on this a little bit, but he almost came off nonchalant. Like, it doesn't matter if he loses to a guy like Thompson. I mean, because it, it, do it does. Do you, does it? It kind of reminded me a little bit of like Cowboys way after a fight. Hundred percent. Yeah. So I mean, it might have been like I might have. You know, it was, it was three o'clock in the morning. Right. I might have read it wrong. No, you, I mean, um, you could be hundred percent right. But remember when? He, remember Johnny after he when when he lost to GSP, yeah. how fired up he was. Oh, and, absolutely. You know, he was ready to go back into it. That's what I was hoping. Maybe that's what I was hoping to see out of him. Because uh, this one, it was just, it was more like Cowboy. And maybe he was more reserved. Maybe he was pissed on the inside. He was yeah. just showing reservation. Right. You know, Hard to tell at three in the morning well, when George, I'm one eye open. And, was, you know. was that his first loss? Yeah. So, yeah. that's understandable, your first loss. I, not that it's an excuse, but he's, he's come, quote unquote, accustomed to the feeling of how it feels to lose. Yeah, maybe could he's be. not so passionate. Could be. And, and, and whatever, you know, when, in a loss like he would be because... Like I said, it reminded me quite a bit of, of the way that Cowboy yeah. handles a loss, and he probably was pissed on the inside. I hope so. And I think I think when he you know behind closed doors, I'm sure there was a lot of fire and anger. Good. Yeah, that's I think, what I would hope. I think he's see. just trying to maybe put on a front, just a, a you know a good front of hey, I'm not that upset by this loss. Yeah, it's not, not about taking you. it too terribly. You know, I'll be back. It'll be fine. You know, just kind of trying to show business as usual. I hope so. I, I hope, hope so too. 
Because I've been a fan of Johnny since college. Yeah. I, I love the kid. He was I do, too. A lot of fun to watch wrestle at Oklahoma State. Um, so, and I've loved watching him in the UFC. And he's looked better physically, physically for this fight. Oh, for this man. Fight, man. I, I haven't seen him look this good in, in a long time, if ever. Yeah. I mean, his younger days, yeah, but uh, his last maybe eight fights, he's not looked as good as he looked right. physically coming into. He looked healthy. He looked full of energy. He looked, you know... Uh, like he had everything physically going for him this camp, so I hope I hope it doesn't really deter him, and he goes back and he loses, you know, he gains more weight, and right, right. screws everything up. I hope he sticks with it because it's a it's a good program for him physically to do it. And where he, where I don't know, did he? I want to see how far he dropped. Let me just take a look yeah, here yeah. and uh, see because he was ranked first, and then he went back down to he went down to five. So he's got what Rory? No, Davy. Let's take a look. Wonder Boy was eleven going in. He moved up to three. Yeah, I mean that really shot him up there. So he's well, we got to be talking soon for him to get a a shot. I mean, do you jump Tyron? <clears throat> I probably wouldn't. I, I, I would personally. <laughs> Just I would because. I would because of, of of what he did, what he just did. I mean, Tyron hasn't he hasn't pulled one out like that in a while. No, see, I thought Tyron was on a longer win streak. He's no, he's not. His last, yeah, he lost to Rory, and that's when Rory got his second title shot. Yeah. Okay. You know what? I probably wouldn't. I thought he was on like four or five. Yeah. I mean, I no, thought he was he's four on or five a eight. he's on a win one, lose one. I mean, yeah, and his biggest thing. his biggest victory. As far as Condit. yeah, Condit's definitely definitely his biggest victory. But that was in 2014. Yeah, it's two years ago. He, when he gets into the big fight against somebody like Rory, he lost. He lost to Jake Shields. He hasn't fought for over a year. He lost to Marquardt. Yeah, well, yeah, because he was supposed to fight Johnny, and then that fight got yeah. scrapped, and then I think he got injured. He may have. So that's where I'm standing. You know, what, you know what, probably you know what I probably wouldn't put Woodley up there then. No, I don't. Given think, those things, yeah, I don't think. So. I, I I don't know why I thought he was out of five. Can you show me uh, Wonder Boy's last few fights? His his fight Let's history. Take a look at him. Because he's at this point, he's eleven or twelve and one. Yeah, he's twelve and one, and he hasn't lost since 2012. Yeah, and look at—I mean, He's okay. Put six some together. of the names of, when you first hear them are you know Jake Ellenberger, Patrick Cote, uh, Robert Whitaker, Robert Whitaker. <laughs> but Cote's been—you know—he's been on since he came back. He's been on a pretty good, um, pretty good tear. Ellenberger's always he's, tough. He's a veteran. Any any time you can knock him out in the first round, and for the eleventh ranked you know. guy to come in and knock out Johnny. Look at his last five fights. Round two knockout, round one knockout, decision, round one knockout, round yeah, one his knockout. Last, his last decisions, he, he lost a decision to Matt Brown, who's always in the title hunt. Yeah. Um, I don't even know who the heck the guy he got the decision win over back in 13. Nas. Nas Burrell. Burrell. I, don't, I don't know much about him. Yeah. I, I'll say I don't know anything about him. Right. But even still, so, so his, his, his performances mm-hmm. over the last five, look at I mean, he hasn't... Yeah, two, three performances of the nights. Insane. Four knockouts out of five fights. And his only decision is against Cote out of that five. I, I, you know what? Given those numbers and his rank and his, and his recent victory over the number one guy, I would give him the next shot. Yeah. So do the yeah. fight that you've been trying to book yep. for a year and do Johnny and Tyron. 
for a yeah, eliminator. eliminator. Absolutely. Put those two together for eliminator. What does Robbie have coming up next? And you don't even have to make it a quote unquote title eliminator. You you make it Tyron beats Johnny, he gets the next title shot. Because if Johnny beats Tyron, I don't necessarily think he deserves I don't think a, title he shot. a title shot right yet either. But you know, Dana has definitely put those stipulations in for certain fighters. If you win this fight, you get a title shot. Yeah, definitely. Um Does Robbie have anything booked coming up? No. Nothing. Nope, Robbie is not. I, I would think they got to be saving him for 200 because they're booking out every they other They don't have champion. anyone else they're left. They're booking out every other yeah. stinking champion, so. Because what, Bones, Bones and DC are fighting in April. Robbie just had that war with Congress. Who did they announce last week we were talking about the fighting in May? Um, who was that? We got, they, they booked Tate and Holm. They booked yep. uh, Tate and Homer the undercard with with Connor, right? Connor, yeah, yeah. So you got Connor and Hose, or Connor and, and Hotmail coming up next month. Um, but there was something they announced for one ninety nine in June. Who is I think Demetrius is on one of the the undercards as well. There's a oh god, why is this? Why am I drawing a blank on this? It's driving me nuts. But it was somebody they just announced for one ninety nine. Um. And it was a title, I thought. The main event was 199. Well, they don't have it listed. They don't have it listed. Yeah, damn it. Who was that? I'll have to look on our Okay. Look on our page. Well, we'll look it up and we'll figure it out. I remember remember sharing the story to our page. I just can't remember because they're always announcing fights every day. I can't keep them all straight. Well, this fight, I I was shocked how it happened. Not so much that, Thompson, when I did pick him. Yeah, it was just the way he went went out and won it. He abused him. He, he did. Uh, on every level, he, he blocked a couple takedowns, he outstruck him, and he, he knocked him clean out. And uh, uh, I hope Thompson gets what he's due then. I do too. I would like to watch a Thompson-Robbie Lawler fight. Oh, that'd be great. He's, like I was saying against Johnny, he's so different, man. He's got those unique skills that he could he could easily be some real trouble for Robbie. I, I absolutely agree. Absolutely agree, man. In the last couple of wars Robbie has been through with Rory and then Condit, you know, five round wars, four round war, five round war, whatever it was. Uh, Thompson could pose a real risk to him, so we'll see what happens with it. Um, see what happens with Johnny, and hopefully Woodley we get that fight going that uh, they were supposed to be in before. Um, maybe elimination. For Woodley, and if if Woodley loses that one, I mean that just shakes up the entire division. Then at that point, because you know if if Robbie, oh yeah, yeah. that's what it was. One ninety nine is uh, Rockhold and Weidman too. Yeah, okay, that's yep. that's what it was. Gotcha. I, knew I, I knew I posted it to, or we had posted it to the show page, but yeah, one ninety nine. Yep. So, so you got. I don't know who the heck they're gonna throw on two hundred, man. I mean, I know they're probably banking on. On Connor coming back and fighting probably Frankie. Yeah. There's there's <laughs> there's a, a smattering of talk, especially uh, mostly from Connor's about camp seventy about him. I know. Okay. Don't do it. Stop. Stop. Stop it. This well, is getting ridiculous. John Kavanaugh. I love I love John Kavanaugh. I respect him. <laughs> he's a he's a great coach. He's doing a good thing with his fighter. But let's. Let's pump the brakes a little, man. Get get past get <laughs> past Jose first, or not Jose Rafael. Get past RDA first. Yeah, 
then reevaluate going up to fight. I don't want to watch him get the shit kicked out of him by Stephen Wonderboy Thompson. I think Robbie would pound him into the dust. Probably too. Probably too. Oh, I, I agree. But come on, man. Give me a break. Yeah, it's it's getting a little out of hand. And uh, if if they were stupid enough to book Connor at one seventy, I, I don't know what they're thinking. I don't either. Man. I don't know what they're I thinking. I don't either. So we both kind of in agreement. I think that Wonder Boy should probably get the next title shot. I believe and, so. Uh, After looking at the, the the numbers and looking at the other fighters and looking at their numbers, um, I, I would pick him. Yeah, I would too. Yeah. I would too. So in the co-main event, uh, uh, snooze fest, two big old heavyweights doing nothing. It was bad. Roy Nelson picked up a majority decision. Uh, two had a 30 27, one had a 29 28, which uh, Camilo, whatever, whoever you are, whatever the hell fight you are. I don't watching, know what he was watching, but. Wake up, man. Roy Nelson picks up the win over Jared Rochalt. I never really thought Rochalt had much in this fight. Rochalt's been a really boring fighter the whole time he's been in there. Every single time. And again, another a person that I was a fan of in a, as a college wrestler. I liked both the Rochelle brothers, but um, Roy, it was just, it was a boring, I mean, only 42 total strikes in a three-round fight. And Rochelle was 36. I mean, yeah. this is how, they, they lumbered around each other. They for, threw a combination of 78 strikes between the two of them. Come on. Come on. <laughs> I know, man. Especially... You know, you could chalk it up to just a heavyweight fight, and I'd probably let that fo- that excuse go. It'll except when you compare it to the undercard heavyweight fight that we had that we'll get into. Later. Exactly. Like, come on, man. Yeah. These two were. were I'm. It was so bad. <laughs> what do you do with Roy? This fight gets him nowhere. I don't want to see him anywhere near the top of it any of these guys. He won't be able to compete Steve with those will guys. Kill him. Yeah. Mark Hunt, you put him in there against Mark Hunt again, maybe? Let Mark knock him out the again? Mo- Mark Try knock it. him out? Fine. All I'll right. watch Mark do another knock. I love, I love watching Mark knock people out. Yeah. And I was expecting Roy to, to do something. I was hoping for a finish. I was hoping for a finish. I would have liked to see Roy use some of his jits, man. Yeah. He never does, and he's so good. He was, before he was ever an MMA fighter, that's all. Because actually, we were, we were talking before yeah. we recorded about... Uh, I listen to the. I'm a fan of the Joe Rogan Experience Fight Companions, and if you haven't listened to one of them, do yourself a favor. They're very entertaining. But uh, they were talking in, in this fight, uh, Joe and um, uh, shit, Eddie Bravo. Holy cow! Joe and Eddie Bravo were having a conversation about Roy Bob when they first knew Roy. Just as a, he was just big country, and he was yeah. just this jujitsu black belt that everybody knew about. And then he got into MMA. But you never see any jujitsu out of Roy. Never. Uh-uh. It's, and it's he's world-class if you would actually use it. This fight was terrible. I, I don't have anything else to say about it. It was it was a boring fight. It was a snoozer. This is the stretch of the card. These next two fights and this one just kind of put the brakes on the whole card. And what I think drug it down, I probably would have been close to giving it probably a three and a half or four stars if even if he would have knocked out Rochelle. Yeah. Um, if I would have gotten some finishes... Out of these next few fights, maybe, if they didn't stretch on for so long and be so... I mean, the next fight, 
especially too was, was yeah bad. yeah yeah because I mean the the Benavides fight at least there was there was it a was lot of action. it was it, it was, was just there was a good pace to it, it was a flyweight fight and they don't really get you know, there's a lot of speed and yeah. a lot of technique there's just not a lot of finishes so uh, country and, and Jared Rochelle it'll be in this fight that's not gonna do anything. Uh, then we had Ovid St. Prue taking on Rafael Cavacante. Uh, OSP picking up the decision win. Uh, another two 30-27s and a 29-28. Um, the biggest thing to note to me was the, the injury that OSP got in to the his, fight. Yeah, to his kick. foot? Yeah. He looked like he was fine after the fight, but in the fight you could definitely see it was affecting him. Yes. Um, that first round he came out strong and was really dominant. Yeah, he and was. Then, and then he injured that foot and it just kind of... Grinding. Grinding up. everything down. But, I mean, he still put on a good performance. I mean, he alone had 106 total strikes. That's how you have That's a fight. freaking more than the two of those assholes combined in that last <laughs> fight. Come on, man. You know, uh, and, and OSP got him down yep. in, in the first round. Yeah, and I mean, Kamikaze just had nothing in this fight. He no. only had... Two, 29 strikes and hit 10 significance. It was 0 for 1 of the takedowns where OSP was 1 of 2 with 106 total strikes to 51 um, significant. But OSP landed 65% of his total strikes yeah. and 50 of his significance. So that's that's a pretty good thing. He was hitting quite good. It's just uh, yeah, I mean, he was once, landing, the, once the foot, yeah, he, he couldn't, good he couldn't kicks. pivot anymore. And he his kicks look strong. That first round, he looked really strong. So I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll give it to OSP fighting on a bad foot the rest of that fight. Probably slowed things down a little bit. He had to change his stance. He had to, he had to do some adjustments. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bury him like I did Roy and, and Rochelle. No, Shaw, it wasn't still, really that bad. Yeah, it. it was just not even close. It was just not the exciting OSP fight I wanted. And Sal D'Amato actually called it right this time. Yeah, look at Sal. Finally, um, another fight I really don't know if it it doesn't do much to elevate OSP. No, it didn't either. It didn't. Uh, it just puts it him, didn't bump him at all. Puts him back in the win column and uh, yeah, gave him a payday. Keeps him moving. Um, he'll he's still ranked five, and he'll he'll stay there until he gets beat. He's been on uh, uh, a couple losses. As I said, I think this was this his first win in his last three. He's been going this back and forth kind of deal. I want to say he lost two in a row. Oh, no, he's been doing okay, this. So yeah. he lost. That's right. He lost to Glover. Yeah, he put two together going into Glover, and yeah. then got beat by Glover against. I mean, and and he beat Shogun and, and Pat Cummins. Yep. So I mean, oh, good good wins. Lost before that was to Bader. So okay, he's had some high profile fighters. Yeah, but it, really at high two hundred five, it's just like man, yeah. two hundred five is sitting at number five means nothing. Not at two hundred five, that's nothing. Uh, you're not anybody at that. Uh, yeah, you're at still. That way. It's fine to be number five, except for when the guys in front of you are named John Jones. They're killers. <laughs> Rumble Johnson. And of course, you know, even Cormier, he's not going to be Cormier either. I, you could give him, you could give him Gus for his next fight because ideally, Rumble's just sitting there waiting for the winner of yeah. um, oh, Jones yeah. and uh, DC. So yeah. maybe give him, maybe give him Gustafson. I'd watch that. I would watch him and Gus. Absolutely, would watch him and Gus. Cavalcanti needs to start getting a few wins before we'll talk about yeah. him much more. I'm yep. sure he looked he didn't look good at all. So in the uh, in the flyweight division, uh, perennial up at the top title contender, 
Uh, Joseph Benavidez picks up the decision victory over Zach Murkowski. Uh, we had one 30-27 from Chris Lee, and then the other judges gave it to him 29-28. He got a round because of his takedowns. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's that's all Mikovsky had was he had four takedowns, but out of 19 attempts. Yeah, Benavidez's yeah. takedown defense was pretty solid. He just scored. Which, which does that benefit you more, the four takedowns or the 15 defenses for yeah, Benavidez, you know? exactly. Mm. The 82 strikes. I mean... But, Joe, he threw, but he threw 214. Joe even said himself in the it was in the post fight interview, he was like, you know, I kind of just did, I forgot I was fighting a three round fight, and was just kind of pacing myself. Yeah. And that third round came around, and I was finally getting into my yep. stride. Yep. And then the fight was over. So, uh, you know what? To his credit. That's kind of true. It was. I mean, that he, third he, round, he, he started came on strong. Yes, in third for sure. If they had, you know, if it was a championship fight by round four, he would have won. Probably finished him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. So um, Benavidez is sitting there, uh, banging on the door, trying to get a third title shot. He's got to wait behind Cejudo. Cejudo is. Not, I mean, well, the funny thing was, he didn't know before the fight. Oh, yeah. That, that yeah. they had already announced that Cejudo was getting the fight. Right. So then in the same post-fight interview, he's like, oh, you know, let me and Cejudo fight it out. <laughs> and then gets backstage behind the curtain. Like, and I'm like, oh, hey, yo, dude. Uh, you're, uh, your boy's already getting the title shot. But he, I mean, he changed camps now. He he fought. He's fighting with... Uh, Did some work with Ludwig. Yep. Yeah, he, he went out with Bang and uh, Leister Bolin and Elliot Marshall. He's doing a little work with Greg Jackson as well. I like the move for him. I, really I do, too. Do. Oh, I do, too. It's, I think better, it's great. It's better to get yourself into a camp than you have a damn head coach. Exactly. There needs to be someone there with the direction, with, um, you know, it's it shouldn't be his job to kind of to see where he has to go. That exactly. should be the coach's job to mold him and to find his direction for him. It should be He should be focusing 100% on the training, the task yep. at hand, and let the coach take care of the rest. I agree. So what do you, what do, you do with Benavides now? Because... I don't know. As, as I was saying before the show, well, uh, we just talked about now Cejudo is going to fight DJ. Um, that's the COVID event of Bones in DC, yep. which is awesome. I can't wait for that. When, oh. when, since that cat came into the UFC, I knew who he yep. was coming in. Same with me. And I said it right when he came in, so you got to watch this guy. Yep. He is going to be the man. We've you had know. this conversation yeah. ourselves a lot, and, and his last fight, his boxing was very impressive. And his weight was fine, yep. which he, he had a little bit the of issue with that at the beginning. In the beginning. But not, I mean, that seemed to be but behind him. What I said to you before we started was, okay, so if you're Demetrius and you get past Cejudo and retain your title, do you, is Benavidez the automatic next, a third fight when, when he's been beaten twice? It's not like they split. They've never split. It's not one of one. So, no. So do you really want to give him a third shot? But who else is there? There's, I mean, he's beaten everybody else in the division Top to bottom, that's why you got guys like Dodson wanting to move yeah, Dodson classes. Yeah, Dodson moved up to 35. You know, because he's, he, Dodson's not going to get a third shot. And that's why, I mean, why should Benavidez get a third shot? I think, honestly, if I'm, D, if, if I'm uh, DJ, I'm going to take a 35 super fight with, with Dominic yeah. and try to avenge that loss. Um, it's the if, only Cejudo, loss if Cejudo wins... Now we have we have yeah, a whole lot of yeah you know, we got a whole lot go, more stuff. Benavides should get a shot then at if that they point. Don't go you know, DJ 
automatic rematch with yeah. CJ and him right away. But and then if, if, if it's a new champion, I absolutely. If, if, that would be the best thing for that goddamn division right now because that division's dead on its ass. Oh yeah, and nobody can beat DJ. No, and nobody's nobody's paying to see DJ beat everybody. I don't know why they're still even. It's funny they'll put DJ on pay per view, but they wouldn't put uh, TJ <laughs> when he was. Ever since that second fight, where where. Uh, Burrell pulled out. That was the last time that he yeah. fought on pay per view. I don't know why, because his pay per view numbers are garbage. Yeah, I don't know why DJ still fights on. Pay-per-view, I have no idea, so. and he's not main eventing the next one. So no, no, I mean, that's that's the only way he's going to get any numbers is not main eventing and, and being a co-main with with someone like Bones. And um, I, I guess at this point we wait and see what happens with Cejudo before I'll know anything. Yeah, but yeah, absolutely. We got to watch how that shakes out in April. DJ um, wins, but Benavidez, I just don't. If if DJ wins, I don't I don't want to see him fight Benavides. He's going to end sorry. up cleaning out everybody, but two fight. You yeah. know, DJ's going to be everybody twice. There's going to be nobody left, and then that division's going to be dead yep. until some new blood comes in there and allows to shake things up and have some new matches exactly. and some new interest. Otherwise, right no now it's, it's just coasting. No I love DJ. No. I love DJ, and I think he's a great fighter. He's he's beaten everybody, so he is. But. Um, I don't want to. I don't want to see him fight the same people anymore. No, nope, me either. And I don't want. Sorry, Joe. I don't want to see you fight him. No, nope. no disrespect to Mr. Benavidez, but he's great. Benavidez is a great talent. This fight right here, man. Misha Sirkinov. Sirkinov. got the submission over Alex Nicholson. And if you have not seen the video, Joe's, I really recommend going yeah. back. Yeah, you can hear the man's oh. jaw. Pop. Yeah, it's it's nasty. It is terrible. Oh, oh my god. Yeah, it was that, it was bad. That I mean, he was going for a he's rear naked, for, Yeah, and he had like he a got him more into a neck crank. Uh, yeah, he hit the the crank and he had it like right across his face and uh and, and the, right just above his chin. Yeah, the crook and you could hear it go pop. Yeah, it's exactly what it sounded like, and it was bad. He went right down afterwards, and when he got up... He uh, grabbing his face. And, and the just, dude already had had a broken jaw before. Yes, this wasn't a first one for him. Yeah, his, his jaw was wired shut, and he had it unwired yep. to fight. Yeah. It's, I think it said that he took the wire out himself. That's what I had heard, too. That's a tough guy to yeah, do that. <laughs> but, and I he, mean, Sergeant oh, just looked, looked like a beast. He was a killer. There, he was man. a killer. I mean, when you pop someone's jaw like that, that takes a lot of strength. Yeah. You know, the the strongest muscle in the human body is the mandible muscle right here. Yep. Right underneath your jawline. It's the strongest muscle in the body. And when you clench it up and you're holding with that strongest muscle that you have to close the, your, your jaw shut and he still snaps it, that yeah. means he could have broken a leg. He could have broken any other uh-huh. bone in your body by doing that. That's how strong, yeah, you know, the man. jaw is. And it, and it wasn't just like he caught him. He was dominating Nicholas no, in the whole right. fight. Yeah. So that's, I mean, that's the definite storyline of that whole fight was just the noise that his jaw made. Oh! It was sick. It was ugly. It was ugly. Uh, didn't, was it, it was Nicholson that proposed. Yep, Nicholson proposed to his old lady. Right and, before and she was, they both had women in the corners. Yeah. He had, Serkinov had some weird looking Asian broad. And, yeah. And Nicholson had his hot ass old lady. She was, she's a looker. I thought she was one of the UFC ring girls when I saw so her did I. at first. Yeah, so did I. Um... That uh, is not going to make for a, a good engagement. 
uh, yes, I'll yeah, marry I asked you. your mom to marry you, and then uh, I got my job. I got my job. <laughs> now I can't. Day. Now I can't uh, eat solid food for six weeks. Yeah. So it was a good win for Circuit. I, I hope a, the kid heals. Submission. I do too. <laughs> I hope he bounces back from that. Man, yeah, they showed they showed pictures of it. The, you know, the day after, and he was all wired up yeah, again. Yeah. You know, close and shut. Man, that you know sound what? was gross. We were, I was watching it with with my uh, my cousin and the two other buddies that we usually all get together to watch the fights, and we were all talking, you know, just having a normal conversation. And then you heard that pop, and everything stopped, and we were just like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> it gives you chills, yeah. man. Ugh. Yeah, it was nasty. It was nasty. And in the uh, in the final fight of the main card that was kicking off the first one, forty year old Mike Pyle. Wow. Ageless. Ageless Mike Pyle gets the <laughs> knockout over Sean Spencer. And if you look at Pyle, he doesn't look 40, man. He looks he looks good. Yeah, yeah, he really does. You know, they talked to him on the post-fight show, and he was taking offense to the people that were that were asking him, is this, is this going to be the last one? Are you looking to retire? You know, trying, yeah, to, yeah. trying to push him in that direction. He was like, you see what I did out did there? Did you guys watch me yeah. tonight? And he was taking offense to it. You know what? He should because they should have been talking about his win yeah. and how he did it and well, who he did don't it against. Don't the dude's career when he just got a great knockout Come like on. Come on. Let him fight. I don't want two spanks they let in there, but that's ridiculous. Yeah. They should have been celebrating his win, how well he did. He, did, he knocked him out in the third round. He he was looking good the entire fight. Strikes. I mean, this ended in the third, and... Pyle was 79 with 75 significant strikes, so, I mean, he was doing damage. And the, the solo, the single takedown. Yep. You know, Spencer had a knockdown. He had, and he was fighting, too. Spencer wasn't completely out of it. I mean, he was no, he no, was no. defending, and he was fighting, and he was landing his own yep. strikes as well. Just Pyle just caught him. Yeah, exactly. And took advantage of being the veteran that he is. He's seen the, the, the uh, drug him into deep waters, and he's seen the opening and took it. Yep. You know, Pyle's a veteran, and if he sees that, He's going to take advantage of it. Doesn't care. It doesn't matter if it's Sean Spencer or anyone else. Yeah, exactly. You know, Pyle's that kind of fighter where uh, he's always going to he's always going to be in the fight yep. until you knock him out. It was impre- I was impressed with Mike Pyle uh, on Saturday night, and it was a I, good I, fight going up. You know, even in the third round, I was still excited to see the fight keep going. Exactly. I didn't at any point in time think you know I was like uh, I don't want to see this four year old do this. He was out there to his game and he fought well. Yep. Yeah. Good win on his part. That was the main card, and it was a good main card. It uh, wasn't a great main card at all, just because we had some snoozers up there. Yeah. But the main event, awesome. The the, the jaw pop, sick. You know, you'll remember that for a long, long time. You know, very memorable. The undercard fights, though. They were, I, I honestly feel like the undercard was a little bit better than the main card. Yeah, I, I, I would agree with that. I mean... Action all around in the undercard. Yeah, this, this fight was a decision, but it was a good win. I mean... For Josh Berkman to get this win over KJ Noons. Yeah, big win for him. Big win. And, and Real dominating. Big. He straight 30-27 all the yeah. way across. And he did. He, he abused him on the on the feet. Yep. He abused him on the ground. He, he took advantage of him yeah, on, on every him level. for three minutes of the, of the 15-minute fight. Berkman I mean, looked awesome. He did. He you looked know, really good. His cardio looked great. He didn't look uh, any worse for wear. His striking was on point. He had the the uh, three out of... Yeah, he shot ten times and only hit three, but... Three takedowns in a three-round fight. Yeah, that's excellent. I mean, one, one per round, he was getting what he needed to win the rounds, and that's what he did. I was really impressed with Burke. I was. I, I can't wait to see what he does next. Yep. Noons, uh, uh, he's going to flounder for a while until yeah. he finds his grip. And I've liked Josh. I've liked Josh yes. since you know with the Ultimate Fighter. I think he's a, you know seems like a good guy. He's a good fighter, classy individual. 
He's, he's very well-rounded, and that's, that's what a lot of these fighters, you know, you see a lot of them there. It's like, when we talk about it, it's like, oh, he's a great striker, he's a great wrestler. Berkman's so well-rounded. Yeah, he's, he's, he's got everywhere. all the skills to make a, a, just a never, good run. Yeah, he just never could put it together in his first, first UFC run. But he's looked solid since he's come back, and uh, I'm happy for him. What about this one? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my well, God. This guy scares me. Derek yes. the Beast Lewis. He scares the hell out of me. He's the kind of guy that I would not want to get bombs dropped on no. by this man. No, no. And, and, and Grabinski didn't want bombs dropped on him. And Lewis took him to task, man. He was pulling back and laying oh. out. And, and, uh. Dude, that ground pound was was it was scary, and he was hitting him so hard. Uh, Derek Lewis over Damian Gabrowski by knockout in the first round, two yep. two minutes fifteen seconds uh, into the round, and uh, Grabowski got one strike. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> one strike. Yeah. And Derek Lewis beat him up a little bit, took him down, and just destroyed him. <laughs> that was the fight, folks. Yep. That was it. And, and Derek Lewis was scary. God. That's how a heavyweight fight should go. Yes, exactly. They need to book him more because that, I love watching Derek I agree. Lewis fight. Did he, uh, did he climb it all in the rankings? Did Let's he crack? I hope he cracked. I think he may have already been going in. Not yet. No. Oh, that's why, because he had that loss against uh, Sean Jordan. Look at all these. Knockout, 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 yeah, knockout. I the mean, dude knocks people out, and when he loses, it's by knockout. Yeah. He doesn't leave anything in there. No, and his losses, I mean, he lost to Mitrione. And Sean Jordan. And Sean Jordan. Fine. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, this, this, this fight Get didn't last Rochelle. long. I want to watch him fight Rochelle. That's fine. Give yeah. him somebody, because Rochelle's just on the outside. You know, he was number 13, I think, going in before yeah. he lost to Roy. Give Derek a chance to crack that top 15, man. Really give him a chance. Absolutely. Let, him, let him see what he can do against a 15. The heavyweight division's kind of stagnant. I mean, you got some excitement with Stipe. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, Verdum, but Verdum's getting old. Kane, Kane's getting up there. Verdum's 38. Yeah. Kane's old. I, I'm... Completely done with JDS. I don't care how many more wins he puts together. I'm done. I don't want to watch the guy fight anymore. Every time he gets punched in the head just once in a fight, he looks like he's out of it. Yep. Uh, if there's any, if there's ever a reason to have brain scans and yeah, and whatever else on a fighter, that's the man to do it on. Yep. You know, I don't, I don't like him in there at, at all ever again for his health. I hope, I hope they give him Derek Lewis uh, a contender in his next fight. I do too. He needs yep. it. He deserves it. He's been impressive. Give him somewhere between 10 and 15, somewhere in there. Exactly. Give him one of those guys that hasn't had a fight in a while or whatever. Yeah. You know, someone that needs a fight, needs a payday. Give him that and let Derek Lewis go to town yeah, on Yeah, exactly. Because I love watching this man fight. I couldn't agree with more, man. I really enjoy watching Derek Lewis fight every time. Uh, Justin Scoggins picking up the decision over uh, Ray Borg. Uh, Man, a 30-26. Yeah. He, he had an eight-round. Borg did it. Yes, it was that bad. Borg Scott didn't do anything. looked impressive. Dominated. Man. He looked great. Absolutely great. dominated him. Great win for him. I mean, 81 out of 148 strikes at 55%. 57 out of 120 significance. Four takedowns. But it was the control. He controlled him for seven That's minutes. That's what did it. 12 seconds. Yes. I mean, just, just a flat-out ass whooping. 
Every time he, he couldn't escape, whenever he moved, he, he'd have a reversal. He kept him down. He struck him all the yeah. way. I mean, he just dominated everywhere. Bell to bell, flat out dominated. You know, even to the point where they gave him an eight round. Yeah. I mean, that's, not, you know, those they don't just give those no, out. No, ten eight rounds know. are a hard thing to come by. Though. And then you get one of those, you know you've done a hell of a lot more work than your opponent. And Scoggins looked awesome. He did. He looked I was great. very impressed with him again this time, and I was impressed with him his last fight. He looked great. When we talked about this uh, last week on who we were going to pick to win, it was kind of like, I, I don't know. Either way, I just want to see it happen. And I'm glad I got to watch him win yeah. because it really opened my eyes to, to uh, what his skills are. You're excited to watch him fight again. I am too. Previously, I, I didn't see that out of him. I didn't see that uh, the technique that I've seen this time right. out of him. Uh, especially in the ground game. I've seen a lot more out of this time of uh, the ground game than I've ever seen him before. And he's a hell of a fighter and uh, with a hell of a fight. Yep. Uh, yeah, it was a big victory for him. I'm impressed. I can't wait to see him fight again. He just looked flat-out dominating. Yeah. And, and great. Great win for him. This fight right here, the Oof. first fight of the FS1, quote-unquote FS1 prelims, since the main card was also on FS1. Diego... Rivas. Rivas. yes. Performance of the night with a nasty <laughs> knee KO that left us both oh. talking about how we thought that no Lahat was dead. And I was, I was sitting they in my chair with... Uh, him out. Yeah, I was sitting in my chair, an ice pack on my shoulder. And this was like the, this was the second fight that I caught. I missed the very first prelim, early prelim. I saw the first, the second early prelim, and then there was this fight. Right. And um, I sit there with like ice on my shoulder, and that knee struck. And I was by myself, and I said out loud, "Holy shit, he's dead!" To nobody. I, I don't speak. I'm not a guy that speaks to the TV, right, but right. I spoke to the TV yeah. that, that I, night. I actually left my house. Uh, I watched the prelims and stuff, and I had to run to the store to get coffee or something because sometimes I fall asleep early. Yeah. So I went to go get a little coffee. I walked into my house just before that happened, and I went into my kitchen. All the, everybody in the house was sitting in the living room watching the fight. I'm in the next room in the kitchen putting some stuff away or whatever, and all of a sudden I just hear somebody yell, Holy shit! <laughs> and I come running out of the room, and I catch the replay of this knee, and uh, oh my god, I thought he was dead! You heard the... Yeah, uh, it was You heard the thump. sick thud. Of knee striking knee cranium, to cranium. Oh just, man! It's it sounded like a freaking baseball bat hitting a watermelon. What made it worse is Nod was was diving in for a takedown at the time that uh -huh. it happened. So he's jumping down, he's coming up, <laughs> bam! And his oh. his neck snapped and his eyes rolled and he laid back and he was done. I thought we had our first death in the cage, man. I really I, I, I wouldn't. You know what? I, I was not going to be shocked if they if they later on announced that uh, Noad was killed in, in yeah. the ring. I mean, this is. I'm not. Thankfully, joking. we can report that he is 100 no, no, percent okay. Yeah. Um. I, I don't say that. I'm not saying that to sound no joking. Yeah, right yeah, I'm not, not laughing. Joking this, this, this all. That thing was brutal. It dead was serious. Brutal knockouts I've ever seen. Yeah. Oh and, my god. We had hundreds of discussions. Yeah. I mean, it was almost worse. The, the impact of it was almost worse than when Edson Barboza put Terry Adam into a freaking seizure. I think it was more devastating yeah, uh, in terms of trauma. Yeah, uh, 100%. I'm, and I'm so um, glad that, that Lahad's okay. Yeah. And and come back healthy and everything, and he's okay, but it, it was scary. I mean, man. even when Edson's, you know, Edson hit Adam, knocked him out, came a little, he had seizure, of course, in the ring. Small one. I mean, it wasn't like he was in full grand mal seizure. Right, either, right. But, you know, he had the little seizure, but they were able to get him back up and walk him out. And yep. he was fine. They had to carry this man out because, I mean, 
I think it was walking, but he was walking like with them around his arms and his head was down. He was not with it at yep. all. You know, um, the, they, they took him immediately to the hospital. They did uh, a scan. He was negative for any sort of trauma or concussion or anything. He just got extremely, he just got, got his bell rung extremely man. bad. Yeah. He got not. I'm surprised as, he didn't get a concussion, as, honestly. As Smokey said in the movie Friday, dude, you just got knocked the fuck out. <laughs> Oh, he did too. It oh was, my god! It was bad. I mean, it, oh. He was up to that point. He was really winning. Yeah, the fight. You know, he had three submission attempts. He had the takedown. Yeah, he was. He was. You know, controlling it. Right. And uh, when he came out in the second round, he knew he was going to shoot for that takedown again, and he threw that knee up there right at the right perfect time. Oh. And he he only hit five six strikes out of there. One of them was the knee. So he had four before that. Right. You know? <laughs> It wasn't exactly like he was dominating this fight. No, no, no. He He pulled that one out of his ass because, I mean... Perfect example of fighting smart beats fighting hard. Exactly. He knew he was... What he was going to do is... His corner probably told him. I I don't remember what his corner said in the... I don't either. In the breakdown. But I'm sure they told him what he was going to do and how to avoid it perfectly. That's how you defend against a takedown. Just in case anyone wanted to know, if you wanted to really ring your your opponent's bell. Clock him in the face. Oh, God. That was so bad. Yeah, and what a way to kick off those prelims, man. Really set the tone for the prelims. The prelims were great. As you guys could tell, we were more more stoked about the The prelims. The prelim fights were were much better. Other than the the, uh, the win that Wonderboy, the knockout Wonderboy got. I mean, it really was. Yeah. And the... The jaw breaking. The jaw snap, yeah. But I mean, Between the jaw snap and the knee, we had some memorable stuff happen with some, uh, yeah. some devastating uh, devastating stuff, man. Yeah, so overall, you know, it, was, it was a good good prelim card for sure. Extremely good prelim let's, card. Let's touch on this one last fight from the early prelims because it, it ties us into exactly. our first, our first uh, news story. Yeah. So going into the week, we we were told this whole time that uh, the winner of this fight between Mickey Gall and Mike Jackson was going to be Phil Brooks' first opponent in the octagon. Yeah, Mickey Brook or Mickey Brooks, <laughs> Mickey Gall gets the <laughs> gets the, uh, the the submission early on, hit him with a few strikes, uh, knocked him down, and then got on top of him and pulled out the, the RNC choke and and finished Mr. 40, uh, 44 seconds. Yep, forty four seconds. It was quite quick. So then, you know, Mickey wins the fight. They get Mr. Brooks in the cage. They square off. And that's where we'll pick up our MMA news this week. There wasn't a lot to the fight. It's 44 seconds, guys. So Yeah, it's 44 seconds. We're all stoked. We know who, who Punk was going to fight. We're like, okay, cool. Let's get this going. Yeah. And Punk was in the cage afterwards. Yep. And did then talk to Ariel afterwards. Was was super excited. Was, was yeah. shadow boxing, jumping around. Like he was ready. He looked like he was ready for a fight. And Ariel asked him, when do you want this fight? And, and Punk said, I want this to happen at 200. Yeah. He flat out said, I really want this to happen at 200. This this has got, that's the that's the perfect time to do it. Let's do it then. Yeah. And he was like, so, you know, I picked Ariel up. And he yeah. was, you know, he was he was excited to have this excited. fight. I was excited, man. I'm like, all right, finally. Finally. You know what? I, at this point, it's been so long where the... The, the the steam has really gone down on what everybody you know when it first was signed and was first announced like okay I want to see him either get his ass kicked or win either way I, exactly. I, want, to, I, I just want to see, want to see the guy you know, get the cake. and then the shoulder thing and then the postponement and then you know it's been you know he did remember this we're going almost we're going to be going in two years here pretty soon yeah you know he this a announcement over a year. 
This announcement was in 2014 when he first... December. Ended, ended yeah. 2014. Okay, so we're... It was... It, we're just over a year. Okay, well, just over a year now, but I'm talking about when we're going to finally oh, see yeah, him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When he finally does... That's going to be two years. Two years, absolutely, yeah. So, that was Saturday night. We knew who CM Punk's opponent is. Now, fast forward to yesterday, we get the news, and I'll let you take it from here. We It was reported right away, and I had it up on our Facebook page within three minutes yep. of and, the uh, of the report. And I, and I reshared a different story, because I didn't see your share within two or three minutes yeah, of you sharing right. it. And then I went back and checked the page, which I usually do first. I do too, but... I usually uh, I go straight to the page first, then go back to the news source and share it again, but I was just so excited. I was like, oh shit, I'm going to beat Dave <laughs> on something. And that didn't happen. wrong again, my friend. <laughs> wrong again. Well, you know, he, he announced that um, he had herniated disc in his back that required surgery. Yep. This particular injury uh, that I've gone through is... At me as well. And you're going through... You know, um, you're doing the injections and, yeah, and whatever else. Uh, trying to avoid surgery, but I'm also not a competitive fighter, so. Right. Yeah, this surgery is, is bare minimum four months yep. to recover, okay? Um, at least two months of therapy after that. Yeah, at least. I mean, and, and I'm going by standard uh, athlete therapy. They do it twice a day, yeah. you know, uh, four hours a day, right. every day, you know. Guys like us, we get therapy like two times a week yep. because of our insurance and stuff. These guys go every single day. Yeah. So it's, we, it would take us eight months. It would probably take them, him more like four to recover to, for therapy to be back in normal shape. Then we got to add another three months onto that for get back his conditioning plus a six-week camp. Yep. By the time all is said and done, that UFC 200 is going to be long gone. Long gone. I don't know why he was pushing for it because he even said he said himself he knew that this back was bad. He it was part of a wrestle, part of what he went through with wrestling. Yeah. It's been bothering him for a while. He knew he had to have surgery. Why was he so excited and trying to push for that 200 fight when he knew this had to happen? I don't know, man. I don't, I don't get know. that. I don't understand that. Um, I mean, I know I don't doubt. I don't doubt how badly the dude wants to get in the cage. I don't you either. can see it. He genuinely is excited and loves doing this. Yeah, yeah. He wants to fight. So I don't I don't ever question. I'm not one of these people that go, oh, he's just in it for the money. He's not. This he's rich. Yeah, he's, he's rich. He doesn't need it. He, he lives a very frugal lifestyle, too. The dog, he doesn't buy car. You know, he's got the same car he's had for yeah, 10 years. Yeah, you know? and he's used to being broke. Yeah, he lived his whole life being you know trying to survive on $15 Paydays yeah, yeah. from local wrestling, indie wrestling shows, an, an you know. Show you know, he still drives, you know, his 2004 Cavalier, whatever yep. it is, around Chicago in the same house forever. You know, he doesn't have uh, uh, an expensive lifestyle. Plus, his wife was loaded too. Yeah, she yeah, made a lot of money in WWE. You know, she was their top their top draw for uh, in the female division for almost four years yep. straight. Multiple times female you know, champion, right? four times, four times. Okay, and she she's made a lot of money. There. So they together, I mean, they're the they're loaded. Household is not hurting. They're never going to be hungry, no. you know. And uh, you see all his interviews and stuff. He has he said he has like two suits. You know, he doesn't buy clothes. Yeah, he wears band shirts all the right, time. Right, You know, that, that his friends give him from yeah, tours. Yeah, exactly, you know? exactly. So, I mean, this is not about money. If anyone no. thinks it's about money, they've lost their mind. You're crazy. He the loves this. He wants to fight. Yeah. He, he, he has been kicking himself since the first five years, five, six years ago when his 
contract was up. Yeah. And he eventually ended up resigning. At that point, you know. At that point, he was like, you know, I really was really thinking about doing this, but it was unsure. Yeah. And Vince threw him a lot of money. At that point in the game, he had had just broken to that upper level. Yeah. And he probably had a couple million dollars in the bank that he just made over that last year. And when Vince threw all that money and he ended up, you know, it's like, I, 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 I can't say no to, no. you know, this million, it, million, it, million it, and a half a year. For so long on yeah. that roster, it wouldn't give him a shot. He was relegated down to that rebranding of ECW. Yeah, I mean, he, he thrived there. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And once uh, once they let him go, when, and I mean by let him go, they give him the mic and let him go. Yeah, yeah actually talk. let him be himself. He made them a, a ton of money, and they, they gave him a ton back, yep. so he had to take it. But it was at that point when he was already training in jiu-jitsu with, yeah, yeah, with, with Henry and Hodger Gracie. Um, he, he told the story, he said, the first time I ever did a camp, uh, we went to Florida, and we didn't really do much jiu-jitsu. All we did was ride jet skis around Florida. He said, that was that was my first introduction to jiu-jitsu was Henry and Hodger drinking, and then we're going out on jet skis. Yeah, because he was down... Working at NXT or FCW at the time, I think. Yeah. Rehabbing. It, it was Florida Championship like yeah, Wrestling yeah. at the time. There was, yeah. Yeah, rehabbing. I remember seeing him reading an interview with him. That's how I got into it. Was yeah, reha- with was, the it was because he was rehabbing injuries. He's trying to, and he blew up. He was 240, 250 pounds. Yeah. He felt like, you know, this was the land of the Giants. He had to get big. And he blew up, and he couldn't do it, and he got hurt. And he used jiu-jitsu as a way to lose weight yep. and get back into training. And he just fell in love with it. Yeah. So people don't think that he's been... He's put in that work for over five or six years now. Yeah. He's been training jiu-jitsu for a long time. But this isn't just something that he quit wrestling and said, I'm going to pick this up for the first time. Yep. He's been practicing for a long time. But all that being said, with this injury now... And he's, he's closing in on 40 real fast. Real fast. Um, him and I are the same age, 38 this year. Yep. Um, this injury, the previous shoulder one, all the delays, I am going to say I don't think we see him ever fight. I, I'm with you. I'm, I, we were talking about this before the show. I'm, yeah. At this point, I'm I'm in the same boat as I'm you. Ex- I'm as sad as I am to say that because I've been back in punk since he... I have to. But I just... I just don't know if we're going to see him. Man. Yeah, I'm. I'm only about twenty five percent sure that he'll ever actually fight. I am now, I'm about there too. But I, I don't have. I don't have much hope to see it anymore, and that's unfortunate for him because I really. I, I know he came into this thing with a clear head and an open mind and an open heart and really wanted yeah, to do everything. The, the fire in his heart to do it, and and it, and I still I respect it. I respect him for taking the chance. Still to this day. I'll never give that up. No, I'll never, I I'll, I'll never, you know, he'll never lose that respect out of me because uh, I, I know, I, I know he wants to, and I know what what kind of what injuries do to people, yeah. and what the way go having to go through surgery constantly does well, to people, especially the way that the man beat his body up for so many years, dude. That shit catches up with you. For the first ten years, he was he was beating up his body worse. Those indie shows are brutal. Yeah, you know those rings are are nothing but plywood. There's right. no there's no canvas. Yeah, there's, there's very no, little canvas. There's no canvas padding where at least the WWE gives you a little. You got bit. about you have about half inch, three quarter inch of that that can of, of the padding, then the canvas. But below that, it's all plywood. Yeah. 
And those, those, those indie shows are done by plywood. You're working on plywood. Yeah. That's it. And you're jumping off the ropes onto plywood. That's it. He beat himself up for those first 10 years of his wrestling career for the, nothing. Then the lengthy road schedule that the WWE uh, puts them on. And 300 days a year yeah. out, uh, away from home. Yep. Unbelievable. Sleeping in hotels of... Sleeping, and, and and sleeping in cars, whatever, wherever you can find a place to sleep. Yeah. Um, so he, he's, I wouldn't be surprised if he had, you know, he goes through this surgery and then he tries to do something again and his neck, we find out, oh, well, you've had a neck injury this yeah, whole time. You, got spurs you know, you got to go get those cleaned out, you know. Your knees, his knees are destroyed. Yeah. You know, so. Shoulders bad. It's I mean. constant. He's had. One or two bouts of shoulder surgery yeah. already that I remember. And came close with his last injury that that pushed him back a little bit. Yeah, he had MRSA and a yeah. staph infection that kept him off the map for a while. That's yeah. why I mean, he's just this is this is what happens when you, when you're a pro wrestler for so long. Those lingering injuries, man. It's just an unfortunate series of events for the man, and I feel for him. I really do. I really feel bad for him, but um, you know what? What do we do? Where do we go from here? Hopefully, I do see him. I'm not confident. I'm not um, either. I hope the best for him, either way. Um, I'm almost to the point where I think we'd see him in a wrestling ring before we'll see him in a UFC octagon. That's a good possibility, man. Because if he wants to, he could, he could drop this UFC deal right now and go sign with WWE, even injured, and they would sign him mm-hmm. and take him and say, when you're ready, come back. And they'll make millions off him again. Yep. I agree. So, that's sad. It, it makes the news made me sad, dude. I'm bummed. I am too. Because I, I, I like punk. I like him a lot. I talk all day about this. Yeah. <laughs> I talk I all day about this. I could too. So we got a couple more news stories left yeah. tonight, and then uh, we'll be wrapping things up. So news broke the other day. Scott Coker was on the MMA Hour with Ariel Hawani, and he has expressed interest now that Vanderlei Silva has been completely released from the UFC. He has mentioned that he's interested in signing Mr. Silva to Bellator. The condition of that being that uh, he has to get the lifetime ban taken off in Nevada, which he's due up uh, the end of this month to back in front of court in, in Nevada. So maybe we'll get another one of these uh, MSAC hearings on Fight Pass that are always interesting and fun to watch. But uh, Vandalay to, to Bellator, what do you think? Because also, there's also the... Uh, Ryzen organization who was partners with, with Bellator, but Mr. Uh, Sakibara, who has a history with Vanderlei as the former owner of Pride, um, they've expressed a lot of interest in bringing him in and even maybe maybe doing a fight with, with Vanderlei and and, uh, and freaking Fedor. I like him better for Ryzen than I do for Bellator. I agree. Um, I don't I don't think he's going to get cleared. I think for him, he's going to make, make more money in Ryzen than he will at Bellator. No doubt. Because he's a bigger star over there. Japan, yeah, yeah. Japan loves loves them some freaking steroided out Vandalay Silva. So I don't know if he'll get. Um, I don't know if he'll get cleared in Nevada this time. I don't either. I'm not in his first appeal. Um, maybe or whatever it is now. It's uh, I don't know if it's a secondary a, appeal or something. Okay, I'm not sure. Even still. Um, I still like him better in Japan. I think he fares better in Japan. I think he makes more money there. I agree. Uh, they're not going to ban him from fighting over there for high testosterone. I don't level. know. They're going to encourage it. Exactly. Take your steroids. Yes. Um, 
I like that better for him than I do Bellator. I don't know I if agree. he'll. Uh, uh, I mean, he'll. I'm sure he'll fight wherever anyone will have him at this point in his career. You know, because he's not going to be. It's not going to be UFC no, ever again. Yeah, no, that's over. Back. That 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 stage is closed. Is done. He's uh, on the. Uh, He's on the Tito Ortiz list of yeah. never, ever coming back to the UFC. Yeah, that door is closed. Um, if Bellator does get him, it's a name. It's another name that people know. Yeah. Um, and he he could fight there. He could probably have some success. Um, I mean, the 205 division in, in uh, Bellator is, is pretty good. It's, yeah. It's solid. You know, you got guys like Kimbo, uh, Phil Davis... Yeah. Um, even if he got went down to eighty five, there's you know there's some interesting fights there for him. I guess he could fight Tito. Yeah. Five. He could fight Bonner. Yep. Um, you know, but I would like. And I'm would, not sure about Ryzen's um, roster either. right now. Um, uh, yeah. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Fader and some Japanese guys. Yeah. I, I don't know much about them. I have to do more research on them and what they have going on over there. But there's not anything. That I'm I'm aware of that would like a, be a great big money match for him. Fair. You know that's that's yeah. it. That's it. Um, I mean, what, so he signed a one fight deal and does that one. Yeah, I'd be okay with that too. I'd watch it, but the, it's just interesting to see his name kicked around again at all. I mean, he's been out of the game for years. But he was he was just finally released of the UFC contract, right? So he might you know he's been he's been not been fighting for years, but he's still under you know he's still under contract, couldn't go anywhere else. No, you know no, he had to, no, he had no, to no. wait that out. Yeah, absolutely. I don't blame. I don't put this on Vanderlei. You know, the fact that he's been out of competition, he's waiting for that release. But um, he brought all that on himself. Absolutely did. There's absolutely. no one to blame for that. Nobody but him. to blame but himself. I mean, all that shit, the running from the testing and. Running your mouth about the UFC, and then the, the, we talked about that when he finally retracted his statement. Yep. So it's something to, we'll, we'll definitely keep our yeah. eye on it. If any news breaks on the the story, you guys will be the first to know. Speaking of Bellator fighters and Tito Ortiz himself, uh, Tito announced the other day he had uh, another surgery on his neck and back area, and. He is looking for another fight. He's uh, he's healing up right now and says when he comes back to Bellator, he'd eventually like to fight Fedor. Um, but not right but away. Not right away, yep, yep, not right away. He said uh, his first fight back, he would like to get uh, another name, just not not Fedor, not, not that first fight coming off the surgery. Um, I mean, Tito doesn't have a lot of years left either. I mean, he's 41. 41. Yeah, he's 41. So, the other name he kicked around as a possible first fight, maybe uh, someone like Kimbo Slice before he fights Fedor. That's a hell of a guy to try to warm up on. (laughs) I don't even know. Man with heavy hands. Yeah. Dude, that could knock your big old melon off your head. Oh, man. I don't know if that's the right, uh, I don't know if that's the right tree to bark up. No, I don't either. Uh, not Kimbo. I mean... I know he wants he want, what he wants to do is he wants to fight names and names only because he, he wants, wants paydays. Yeah, well, that's yeah, it. He's got to pay settlements to Jenna and yeah, child support, whatever else he's crap. got. 
he's got himself into. Yeah, lawsuits here and there. Who knows? So he doesn't want to take like preliminary fights to work up a ladder and try to get a chance. He doesn't want to do that. No. He All he wants to do is have these big names, big paydays, big matches, big fights, and win or lose, he doesn't care. Big money. You know, he's not looking for a belt or anything like that. He just wants money. That's it. That's all that's all that this is about. Because he's not he doesn't have to prove himself for anything. I mean he's already done that in his younger years. Right. You know, he was a part of the boom. Yeah, he was. He, you can't ever take that away from him. Huge part of the boom. You know, him and Chuck and Randy, they they, they built that place. Yeah, absolutely. You know, they no matter what happens, he always has that. So he doesn't have anything else to prove. He's he's already proved himself. Just, now it's now it's about money. That's all it is. Um, padding those stats before he retires and padding that bank account. But to say, you know, to say, I want to take Kimbo as a warm-up? I don't know about that, buddy. <laughs> I mean, as opposed to saying I want Fedor right away. I would take probably Kimbo first on yeah, that I one. Too. <laughs> so well, Fedor, I, arguably the, the greatest in the heavyweights. Yeah, I would say so. You know? I mean, he was my goal yeah. for the heavyweight division. Um, and he probably is... Uh, Probably is the greatest heavyweight that ever walked. Yeah, I mean, we never got to yeah. answer that question because Dana could never set up the fight with him and Randy. Yeah. And now Randy's been out for so long, I don't... He'll, he's not going to fight anymore. I mean, they could try to set it up. Technically, he's still under contract with Bellator. They could, but I don't know if he will. If he's, uh... Who knows? Man, how old is Randy now? 40... He's got to be 46... 45, 46? 47. Man... Well, if, if the if Gracie and Shamrock can do it in their fifties, right? Bellator will take anybody at that point. Gosh, yeah. They what do they what do you call them the the, the freak, freak, fights? freak fights? There it yeah, is. Yeah, the Bellator <laughs> freak fight, and that's what that's what I mean. Tino and, and Tino and Kimbo would be a freak fight. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I would probably even say Tino and Fedor would be. At a, this point, it would be you know ten years ago, it would be a great fight. Yeah. Now, now freak oh, fight. I don't know if it would ever be a great fight. Ten years ago, Fader would have Oh no, he would have killed. kicked him. He would have, he would have killed him. Oh no doubt. God, he would have no doubt. Oh, no question. About it. Yeah. He would have scariest man. Roid him. Oh man. Yeah. So in our, in our last news story, uh, way back in December, uh, heavyweight Constantine Urokin lost at just an ugly fight to Gabriel Gonzaga, and now we find out that Mister. Rokin was testing, tested positive for steroids. Yes, uh, we looked up this particular drug that he was tested positive for. It was Restonolone. Uh, Restonolone. And we've, in our research, we've discovered that it is a, a steroid most used in weight cuts. Yep. Um, it has other medical uses as well, lower cholesterol and other things like that that it does for men. But... It's primary use. Loaded, lowering your cholesterol helps you with your weight cuts. Yeah, too, so. but its primary use is weight cuts yep. for you know for for fighters and and athletes. Or we should say former UFC heavyweight because right. he got his ass fired after going to know two skid. And this was this was the fourth person popped. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because you had Crow uh, Cop, UL, and then. Um, Dude, that cowboy was supposed to fight coming up. Tim Means. Means. Yep. Timmy Means got popped, and now and now Constantine. I'm glad people are getting caught. Yeah, for I doing do. this, and it's good to see that so many guys coming out clean. Yeah, because Usada yeah. had is hardcore. Well, oh yeah, hard. 
core. And we should also point out Yoel was was popped in an out of competition test. He was, and his situation might be a little different in the fact that yep. he didn't knowingly ingest the substance. Yeah. But the bottom line is, you, you got to watch what you put in your body. Anything that you put it's in your, your body, it's, it's your. It's that old. Yep. But at the same time, how many times have we heard that tale? Oh, my trainer gave me something. I didn't know what it was. So much. Barry Bonds told that story. Yeah, exactly. Give me a break. <laughs> you know what you're putting into your body. So, um, so I, mean, I mean, that's that's just the the, the tale that is man, that you all's manager trying to spin. Yeah. Um, I haven't heard anything on this guy contesting it, either. saying no. that it was you know not true or. Uh, he doesn't have really much to contest it with. He doesn't have a job anymore. I no, mean, he already was fired, and now he's facing a three, uh, three-year ban. Three year for the first time. So we'll see how that all shakes out. Um, I'm glad. I, I, I'm not saying I'm glad more people are getting busted. I'm just saying I'm, I'm glad time, more people are getting busted. Exactly. You know, it's good to see that the sport is finally getting cleaned up. And they're making examples of these of these people as well. They're not getting these reports and just. Um, and, and doing the discipline under the rug or yeah, whatever. They're, not sweeping you know, under the rug, they're putting it they're like, okay, you're busted, Twitter. Yep. Go. Spread that shit. Done. You know, I like I like that part of it as much as anything else that I they're agree. that they're making it public so that, that you know, other fighters they'll look at that and you know, maybe they they're coming up on a fight and they think they need to take a little something to yep. get that extra boost and they see these guys that get busted, they're putting up on a, they're put up on the wall of shame and saying, This is what happens to you. Three year ban. They're like Maybe I won't take this fill. I think I'll just work a little harder by myself. I agree. I hope that's what this whole thing. If nothing else, that's what this whole thing uh, clears up for people. Yeah. Is it? Is it? Is it promotes a negative and a negative in the fact that negative don't use it. Exactly. Take I that just, away. I just want to see this sport as clean as it can possibly. So do I. You know, and as much as guys like George St. Pierre and others have said it was, comp- it was so dirty and everybody's using. We've had four. Put four busts out of how many tests? Well, I think a lot of guys saw the writing on the wall when USADA came in because you've seen a lot of guys coming into the cage and you're like, ooh, the body's a little different. Yeah. It looks a little deflated, you know. The results of guys getting off steroids because yeah. why but take if, the risk of... If so, many, if so many were doing it, I would think that we'd have a lot more busts in the beginning. I agree. Than just the one or two that we had right You know, and it took months before we had even had the first one. Right. You know, and maybe they did see it. Maybe they took that as a sign and then they stopped. That's fine. But I, I just, you know, doing research and statistics in college, that the statistics would say if, like George said, 70% of the locker room's doing it, at least 5% would have got busted. You would think. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe they just seen it and stopped and cut up. But you can't just cut that stuff out of your system. I mean, you can stop using it. It still take that stuff affects your liver, and anything that you got to clean out of your liver takes at least sixty days. Yeah. You know, it's not like you know, well, like weed, yeah, or, like I, weed or something. You can get that out in thirty, 30 days. days. You know, that's that's not that's not like uh, this other stuff. This other stuff is that's why it damages your liver so bad yeah. because it sits in there right. for 60 days or so before they clean it out so if they test everybody but you know they had a lot of time period before you saw yeah. it, took over and said alright this is how it's gonna go so here's your time and they didn't just clean. they didn't spring yeah they didn't spring it on them right like, they, they, just like the next day say ha we're here everyone's tested it's kind of like how the NFL gives you a heads up here comes but, your piss test you know, we're not saying that the piss test is going to be tomorrow but the piss test is going to be tomorrow we're not saying it's not going to be tomorrow <laughs> we're not saying it's going to be so yeah we're just saying that um, we want you let's to put be the memo out at one o'clock tomorrow <laughs> for an unrelated uh, an unrelated thing 
And if you try hard enough, you can clean your system out in hours if yeah. you need to. Yeah. You know. You just gotta know what you're doing. There's the IVs and there's 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 different blood circulations you can do that. You know, if you're gonna make enough money off it, you can pay for that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, if there's if there's a way to lock it, there's a way to unlock it. Exactly. Period. So we'll we'll see what you know. Warren's gonna shake out. This was just announced the other day that he had another positive stereotype. Uh, one final thing to note before we go, uh, Rhonda's back in the gym. Yeah, yeah, I seen that just I mean, today not, before we came on the yeah, air. Yep, that's not a, it wasn't a huge news story, it's just something to think about, you know, she's got a while before she's going to fight, Yeah, but she's back in the gym. I hope she stays in there and stops doing, uh, you know, if she, she's going to fight later, I hope, she's, I hope she does a lot more training this time. I hope she gets a new fight camp, but that's a whole oh, man. story. Her, I'll talk her, about that for an hour. Well, did you see her... Edmund's been in court for his uh, bankruptcy. There's actually some his testimony. Audio was that today? Was leaked. I think it was yesterday. Oh, I didn't see that. There's there's testimony audio leaked, uh, and from what I read, I didn't listen to it. But what I was reading, it sounds like a statement's pretty contradictory. So, oh wow, well that's not a big maybe, shock for me. Maybe, maybe <laughs> Edmund won't be able to corner her. That would He's be already a... lost his second's license in California. So that would be the best thing in the world for that. For that young woman, hey, I couldn't agree more, man. Is for him to be gone. Cut, cut ties with that dude. Take Chuck up on his offer. Let let Chuck and Hack train your striking. You know, you still Absolutely. work. Still work with the Gracies on your jujitsu. You're the, one of the greatest judokus ever. Yeah. Listen to your mom. Get away from this. Dude. I would in a heartbeat. So, with that, uh, final thoughts for the evening. Um. <clears throat> Besides, we don't have a fight coming up next week. We don't. Next, so we didn't break anything down no, or, uh, fight, or preview, I mean. Our next fight is uh, <laughs> until the 21st. Right? Yeah. The weekend that we're actually off. So. Yep. So we're not going to preview uh, uh, anything the next week, and we won't have a preview because we'll be away. Yep. Um, but, you know, a week off is not going to be all too bad. I'll, I'll get to heal up, and it'll it'll make me... Oh, yeah. I, I always, I always, when I miss a week, I always want it that yeah, much more. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Well, we, you know, you get, it's a grind for both of us, this. Yeah. Right? And, and when we started this show, I didn't myself think about and take into consideration how much actual work yeah. goes into doing a show like this. Everyone just thinks we just sit around and we pull stats out of our ass. No. You can't. You can't. We've, we've proven that. Yeah. Um, you, you can't do that and have a successful show. So both of us, our, work our asses off on getting prepared for this. It's it's hard because you can't just you know if if we read a news article for one site, you got to read it from another one another. You got it's got to be cross referenced. Yeah. It's got to be it can't be a rumor that's just being spread. So you you got to filter through a lot of garbage before you find the gems. Right. So and, it's and so on, much work. On top of how much fight preview card a preview card previews shows. Like the, the amount of work we have to put in for that, man. Oh, I mean, yeah. You, to have, you gotta have stats to back up the shit. You can't just say, yeah. well, I think this guy's gonna win. Why? You gotta have stats, you gotta have history, you gotta have reason, you gotta have so many, you have to have so many different aspects of, of why you're gonna make a decision. It's just throwing, just saying him because I like him doesn't really cut it for a show like exactly. this. Exactly. You know, if we we're talking about comic books or something, you're like, man, I love his, his power, it's just awesome. You know, Hulk is the best. You can't beat him, it's too strong. But, you know, we, we're just more analytical. Yeah, exactly. You know? And that's that's where we're at. So um, we'll be back next week, but the week after when I have my break off, uh, 
Oh, well, I want it that much more of the week. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. What I was was going with the point of how much work we put into it, you get burned out. Yeah, that does happen. I mean, every week, having a regular job and and, and just life in general and trying to find time to do everything, you you get burned out. So you you get that week off and it's kind of, at first, it's that sigh of relief. It's like, oh, good, I can catch my breath. And then 10 minutes later, I'm like, damn it. Man, I really wanted to bring this up on the show. Right. And I got no platform. Watch, this, this, week, this week we're going to have off. That's going to be yeah. That's gonna be a week we're going to get just inundated with news. Because that seems to be what happened last time. Yes. We got the show. Unbelievable. Everything and their brother happened. Um, and um, I, I, I'll just, it'll be no, there'll be no way I could do it after the surgery. I'll be too doped up and, you know, too, I'll be too sore. And it's not like, it's like you said, too sore to search for stuff. Not too sore to search the internet for stuff. I just can't focus. Yeah. You know, I, I can't. Oh, man, I can't I get my never, mind right. I would not want you to coming off that surgery. No. You're, you're going to be in a lot of pain. You need to relax. Yeah. So we're going to take that week off and uh, and give us a chance to recharge. Let you heal up, and then we'll be back the week after that. So yeah, that's where I'm at right now, and that's where my focus is. Is just getting that done. And Deadpool. Oh yeah, tomorrow morning. <laughs> yeah, Eleven yeah, ten. You're going to beat me. I won't get to see it <laughs> till Saturday. So I might see it again then too. <laughs> Deadpool. Yes, that's. Uh, that's on the plate for tomorrow, and if uh, anyone else is going to see it, um, you can spoil it all you want because I'm still going to watch it ten times. Oh, yeah, I'm going to see it. <laughs> I prefer no spoilers. <laughs> Assholes. But, uh, yeah, so that's going to do, do it for us this week. Uh, for David Van Boglin, I'm Jeff Shannon. I want to thank you guys once again every week for listening. Make sure you're going to the Average Joe's Facebook page, giving us a like, following us for any breaking news. Get on iTunes, rate, review, subscribe. It'd be great if you guys gave us a five-star review. We'd really appreciate it. Tell your friends. Bring a new listener into the fold. And, uh, yeah, we'll be back next week with another episode of the Average Joe's MMA Show. I'm Jeff Shanahan for David Van Boglin. Thank you guys again for listening.